Hey guys and girls, it's Tiffany. I often felt as a counselor that I wished I could talk to the world about teenagers, but I was limited by confidentiality and honestly, time. I want this podcast to be a platform for people who are doing good in the world, so I wanted to interview one of the best counselors in the business, in my opinion. I had the awesome opportunity to work with her for a couple of years, and I can say that the minute we interviewed her, I wanted her on my team because of her heart for teenagers. I think that some of the best counselors and therapists aren't on social media because they are behind closed doors doing hard work with kids and families, and when they aren't, they are recharging. This is my interview with my friend and former colleague, Amanda. She works with teenagers every day and has some incredible insight about what life is like for them. So if you are raising a teenager, mentoring one, or you work with one, you should listen in. All righty, so question number one, what inspires you about teenagers? I think the thing that inspires me most is that they're so moldable and so impressionable. Like, I I love that they're not adults that are set in their ways. Like, if you talk to a teenager and you explain to them, like, your belief system or you try to talk to them about something and you get on their level, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I've never thought about something that way. Whereas whenever you're trying to talk to an adult, it is not that way. It's usually instantly they are shut off and defensive to whatever you're trying to talk to them about. So I love that about teenagers. I love that they're so impressionable and that you can be a good influence in their life. But at the same time, it also slightly terrifies me because <laughs> you got to get to them before all of the quote unquote bad things of the world. And that's why I think it's so important that we have good adults trying to invest in our teenagers' lives because you need to be the person that's taking advantage of that multiple personality and shaping their views of the world and teaching them how to be better people and care about others. Um, I love that, and I think that's why mentoring is so important, and hopefully the program that you guys have will keep growing and becoming better and better. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that, like, just even, like, in your own family, um, like, I I know I always have that conversation with my husband because he's not involved with teenagers whatsoever. I'm always telling him, like, you've got to be invested in our nieces and our nephews because they may not be seeing that everywhere else. So you've got to make sure you do that. So I would tell that for all adults. Like, even if you're not necessarily doing, like, a mentor program, like, remember Mm -hmm. that any teenager that you are around, like, you can be a mentor to them. Yeah. So cool. So we always hear that teens today are, you know, a lot of negative things, lazy, disrespectful, unable to communicate, too attached to their phones, whatever. Um, What is one misconception that you think adults have about teenagers, like something that you think they, they might believe about teenagers, but you're not seeing that or you don't think that's true? Um, I have to say that, one thing, um, adults forget what it was like to be a teenager. Like sometimes whenever I'm talking to a parent I like, and they want to say, you know, my kids are always wanting to hang out with their friends or they're wanting to go do this and they don't want to spend any time at home, I always think, well, you were probably doing that when you were a teenager too. So I think right. um, adults forget what it was like back in that day or back in that day, but back whenever they were yeah. <laughs> Um 
and but I would think like I, I one of the things that I hear a lot that I don't really think is true is that all teenagers don't care or they're all really apathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in a society with instant gratification. So if a teenager is um, like if they're doing homework or they're trying to achieve a goal and they don't get instant gratification, they shut down really easily because that's the society that they're surrounded in. They, they think that, um, or like, I'm wanting to lose weight. I just did 10 sit-ups, so I should be five pounds lighter now because that's just what they're surrounded by. And that's not the case. It's not that they don't care. It's just that because of all the things that they are around, they think that they should instantly be able to get what they want. So um, I, I think that is probably mm-hmm. one of the things that I hear a lot that I don't really think is true. And also sometimes adults don't understand that whenever you're talking to a teenager, you kind of got to get on their level. So whenever you're talking to them, you can't necessarily talk to them the same way that you're going to talk to a coworker. You've kind of got to make things seem, um, seem more interesting so that right. way they are more engaged. Which I think you're really good at, like just getting on that level with them and connecting with them, you know, in a real way, as opposed to like talking at them, talking with them, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. Well, thank you for the compliment, but that is true. <laughs> you have to talk with them and not talk at them, and sometimes right. um, adults unintentionally do that. They don't realize right. that they're doing that. So what do you think, um, in your role as a counselor, um, what do you think is the biggest struggle for teens today, and do you think it's different for girls than for boys? The biggest struggle is just finding themselves, trying to find out more about who they are, what they believe in, what they want to become. And again, that's I think a lot of pressure. It, it really is. Yeah. Uh, and I think that pressure has always been around since the beginning yeah. of time or for the past several decades um, yeah. where you're trying to figure out like you're in high school and so you haven't had a whole lot of experiences and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do in the future. But also right now, like you're exposed to just so much stuff. Information. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that, um, I mean, research just shows that anxiety and depression is higher across the board in all age groups. And I think that it just has a lot to do with technology and like you see what other people are doing. And so like with these teenagers, they're not only trying to find themselves as every teenager has done, for a long time, they're all seeing like what everybody else is doing and thinking, oh, oh I need yeah. to do this, and I need to be more like that, and that causes a lot of stress, and that causes a lot of anxiety, and I think that um, there are different struggles with boys and girls, um, just from what I've experienced and from talking to girls, I think there's a lot of um, things in this, and then you got cut off. Okay, so um, what I see with girls is that um, there's a lot of pressure for them to be sexy, but if they're too sexy, then they're seen as kind of like a slut. So they're told that they have to walk this line of you need to be beautiful and provocative, but you can't be too provocative. And um, and then I also think it's interesting that, um, like, girls post certain pictures on Instagram or they're conducting and certain um, behaviors that they're really kind of downgraded and um, they're really frowned upon, whereas, like, boys can be doing the same exact things, and that's not the case. Like, they're more of, like, high-fived and, 
really? like, applauded for their behavior, yeah. Um, and then what I would say, uh, as far as, like, the struggles that boys have, I, it's kind of weird. Um, I think today I noticed that a lot of boys are kind of afraid, of, almost, of being masculine because um, society is really kind of hard on guys. And I don't mean masculine of a way of, like, they should, like, overpower women or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of boys tell me, like, I don't want to open the door for that girl. I don't want her to think that I'm trying to, like, demasculate her just because I'm opening the door. So right. um, it's I think that the struggles are kind of weird for boys, um, weirder than what they were whenever I first started in school counseling, to be honest with you. Um, and then also I think that there's just a lot of, pressures from society telling students, or not I say students, but teenagers, um, that you have to, like, that your sexual orientation or your sexual preference is everything, and that's really not the case. That's just, like, a piece of you. That's not the whole thing, and um, I hate that it's, like, I think that we put gender stereotypes on things, so, like, I'll talk to a boy, and he'll think, well, I like pink. So does that make me a girl? I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't really think that's the case. I think that you're just a boy that likes me. So right. um, I, do, I, I think the struggles are different for boys and girls, but it's just it's kind of weird the way that um, those struggles are. Yeah, my hope is that for, like, the teens that are really the first ones to grow up really having social media probably from the time they were, what, like, do you think 10? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 9 or 10. I just hope that it – it gives them a perspective about the world that's, like, wiser and better and not as hurtful as we all think it's going to be, you know. Just understanding yeah. that, like, you can create your own image and, you know, you're yeah. judged no matter what and all of that. But, you know, that's me being the optimist that I am. So. Yeah, no, I think I, I hope so, too. I hope so. Okay, so um, I'm going to switch these last two up because I want to save um, that one for last. But if you could be a voice for teens, to the rest of the world, what message do you think that teenagers would have for us? I think that they would say we want your respect. We want you to value us, appreciate us, care about us, and love us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and don't give up. Yes, so good. That's good. I like that. Um, do, you, do you think that well, in your office, probably, you see a lot of teens who, who don't feel valued or noticed. Do you think that a lot of them feel that way, even with the social media saturation that we live in? Um, yes, and it's not always the same. I mean, you can have um, a student that comes from a really loving, caring home but they right. may not necessarily always feel respected or okay. like their opinion matters because they're a teenager and not an right. adult. Okay. So as you're, um, you know, working in, in the schools every day with these uh, young people, what do you, what do you feel like the biggest lesson is that you have learned as a, as a school counselor? really a loaded question. I feel like I learned so much. I felt like I learned every single day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that probably the biggest lesson I've learned is uh, perception. 
is incredibly important. So, for example, um, a teacher may see a student sleeping in class and think they're apathetic and don't care, whereas if they were to, like, delve into that student's life, you'd find out, like, they've been sleeping in their car for the past three days because they got kicked out or um, their parents are in jail and they don't – or their mom's in jail and they don't feel safe at home with mom's boyfriend. Right. Um, or, um, you know, just and, – and then students don't necessarily always see, like, a teacher's perspective or their parents' perspective. So right. I think that's incredibly important. And also just um, reminding yourself to never stop forgiving, especially mm-hmm. the teenagers. They, so this is the time in their life when they're allowed to make mistakes because they should have the scaffolding of parents and friends and families right. and uh, teachers and educators surrounding them. So this should be the time that they're allowed to make mistakes. I'm not saying we should let them get away with murder, but um, we need to allow them to become their own person in a safe environment. Right. And mistakes are how we learn and grow. So, yeah, uh, yeah I like that. Well, very good. I love that. Your answers are amazing because, I mean, of course I knew they would be. So do you want to just take a minute and share a little bit about, like, yourself and, and how you became a, a counselor and that sort of thing? Sure. So I honestly, when I found it, I kind of feel like I sort of fell into school counseling. Like, say, it was maybe a little fine intervention. Um, when I yeah. graduated high school, I went to become a student, and, and that was, and I did that for a few years in St. Louis, and then um, when I got married, I moved to Jeff City, and I, just, I, I knew that I needed to with my life, like, and I needed to be sure how to do that, so um, I went to school, you know, whatever I was going to do, I was going to need more education, um, and I just started doing a lot of self-reflection and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and I, I felt kind of called towards teenagers because I think that they're our future. So anybody that doesn't like the way that teens are, you better start investing in them now because right. they are running the, our country in the future. So, right. um, that I, I, so I felt like I really needed to go that direction. And um, I have a brother that's autistic, and so I, I've always seen like counselors and different people um, in the school system that have helped him. So I kind of wanted to get into public education and then just through kind of a series of conversations that I had with people, I they said, you know, you might like school counseling. And I was like, you know what? I think I might like that. So um, <laughs> that's sort of how I got into it. And I really do love it. Every day is different. Um, I like that. I'm, I have a pretty squirrely personality, so I like that. <laughs> um, I never know what I'm going to be doing any given minute. You just never uh, know, yeah. No, no, so pretty great and then I'm, I'm married and I have two kids and um, they're little guys they have a four-year-old and a one-year-old so I'm excited about them getting into high school someday and being able to see them so that's always kind of cool I think um, whenever you're a parent the oh, yeah. idea of working where your kids are at so that's super cool well I would have to say that I think that you're one of the best and I know that the kids that you work with um, you know, they love you and they value you and you're doing a great job. So thank you for taking this time and um, answering some of these questions. And um, I will chat with you soon. All right. Thanks, Tiffany. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.